0: Hey, you guys, this is the Brazilian Wonder Woman, Christy James, and you're listening to Wrestling with Entertainment.
1: Hey, this is the girl on fire, Jessie Nolan, and you're listening to Wrestling with Entertainment.
0: Hey there, guys, Sam Laterna here, and you're watching Wrestling with Entertainment. Hello, guys, and
1: welcome to so the show with Wrestling with Entertainment, bringing you the Hottest and latest interviews every Wednesday on YouTube and Castbox, sponsored by Rogue Energy and Player One Coffee. I am your host, James J with Coleco Yachts and Scooter Dust. And it's a great day for wrestling because we are wrestling with from Wrestle Tea Podcast, Sam Latourna.
0: Hi, guys. How's it going? Thanks for having me on.
1: Absolutely. It's great to have you on. Could you tell
0: us uh, what you have coming up next? Uh, yeah, in terms of like events and stuff like that, um, this week is actually uh, going to be big because I'm going out to Texas for Mission Pro Wrestling, uh, where I'm coming up on a year of doing first ring announcing and then now commentary uh, with Mission Pro, and it's one of my favorite places to work. Um, Getting to work with, like, Thunder Rosa is super cool.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I can imagine that. She seems pretty cool, too.
0: Yeah, she's a good boss.
1: And where can we find you on social media and nice if you got
0: it? Yeah, so uh, Instagram and Twitter, at Sam Laterna. My last name is spelled L-E-T-E-R-N-A. I also have patreon.com forward slash Sam Laterna where you can get, like, insider bloopers, clips from WrestleT, backstage, uh, you know, behind-the-scenes stuff with wrestlers and with me, um, cool photos, stuff like that. And then um, you can also just direct message me if you're interested in stuff like stickers, wristbands, uh, 8x10s, and I have some trading cards from Raw Indie Deal as well. Um, so, yeah. What
1: about Tea? Is anything uh, coming up for uh, interviews or
0: Yeah. yeah. So, um, Wrestle T you can find on YouTube. It's my interview channel, uh, where I interview your favorite independent wrestlers on the rise, people that are going to be doing big things, I think. Um, and I actually just had the opportunity to go to quite a few shows, um, uh, including Limitless, Uh, including GCW Hammerstein. So I think I'm going to have some cool clips to be putting out on WrestleTe, as well as on my social media, uh, you know, moving forward. So just keep an eye out in the next few days, next week or so.
1: And all of those links will be in the description of the video below both on YouTube and Castbox. Um, Awesome. (laughs) Now, uh, let's get into it. What is something you wish you knew from the last interview did, that you
0: didn't know during your first um I wish that i would have known um, that I shouldn't be moving my hands like a crazy person because um, that's really big in broadcasting like you have to control your hands and that's something that i'm still um, working on you have to be really conscious of your body um, but also I was like just way over the top when i first started doing live interviews um like if anyone looks back at like IWTV's Twitter from 2020 like the collective weekend I was just like a little baby like I I had no idea what I was doing and I just like got thrown in and I was like all right this is what I think interviewing is um but I've had a lot of people you know guide me thankfully in the right direction so um yeah I'm just doing my thing and I've gotten better so I'm more comfortable now but uh it's all a work in progress.
1: You don't have the jazz hands going now.
0: No, only sometimes. It really depends. But um, it, when I do, I, I know I did it at least. And then it's like, okay, for next time, we can't do this. You know, lesson learned.
1: So it's kind of unintentional at this point. It's just a, a mental thing that you, you do de- to uh you use the
0: hands. Right? Well, it goes beyond that. I'm Italian, you know, so I oh, use great. a lot of hand movements. I'm also a half Venezuelan, as well, and so very, you know, like expressive people. I so you. lots of hand movements, yeah. You know?
1: And um, what's an interview where you had one expectation going in but turned out completely different?
0: Oh, my gosh. Okay, my interview with Nick Gage um, – Nick is awesome, like, sweetest guy ever uh, for giving me an interview last year uh, WrestleMania weekend. He, uh, you know, obviously, you know what to expect to an extent with Nick Gage, like, what you see when he comes out. But then um, when you interview him, you know, he's got a lot of really insightful things to say. And he's, like, a wealth of knowledge on, you know, like, the like late 90s early 2000s like era of that like czw style wrestling that's like come to be known as like you know deathmatch wrestling uh he's like the god the god of that shit right as he calls himself so yeah it was really cool to just see him like from like a more human perspective in that interview i guess you could say
1: but i actually eliminated one of my questions because i wanted to know more about that Nick gage interview how did that come about oh cool we were on the same page <laughs> yeah. yeah um the, how did that interview come about did you just ask him that day knowing that uh, you know he was going to have like a brutal that match that night
0: so yeah uh, I actually had no idea that he was gonna have a match like that uh, yeah but that, yeah that was a crazy match. Uh, with him, and I believe R.S.P., but um, yeah, he, like, you know, the fact that he had such an important match, and I'm sure when there's, like, so much riding on that, and, like, expectations that you have so much on your mind, so for him to give me that time as an interviewer was um, was really nice, and he, he had really nice things to say, and he always, you know, tells people that, he uh, you know, he's got my back uh, when, when I'm in front of him It shows, which is very really nice. I, I always appreciate the love from Nick.
1: I was gonna say you got the Nick Gage rub. I was like, he, he went into the camera, it's like if you mess with her, you mess with me and I'll slap you. I was like <laughs> I was like, oh, well I better not mess this interview up.
0: Ah, wrestled he is uh, Nick Gage approved.
1: That is awesome. Um now you did work for Cap Leap uh, Leapfrog. And you even got your own special out of it, Sam uh, uh Slumber Party. When did you find out about that, and how did you feel about getting, you know, your own special?
0: Um, you know, this was when Camp Leapfrog first started, and I never thought that, like, it would evolve into what it did, cre- you know, creatively. it It was such a crazy, funky, fun, like, you know anything you you expect like in the world like out of human possibility could happen at Camp Leapfrog but um to get the special like I was well I I helped Chris Levin with like you know the creative and ideas for the show um so one day Chris pitched it and it was like only maybe a month after the first Camp Leapfrog and we thought it would be a really cool way to like keep the camp theme uh, you know, a slumber party is, you know, kind of like a group setting, a camp like setting. So uh, we thought it'd be cool. And I still at that point, like was so new. It was I was like a month into working for IWTV. Uh, like I had just worked like my first, like ever live coverage for them at ICW, no holds barred. Like I was, I was so new to everything. So I had no idea what I was doing, um, when I went into the slumber party, but we had so much fun. And that was, I think that was like one of my top two events that, and Christmas trios, um, as well as, uh, oh, I I can't, think of it uh killian vision killian vision was pretty cool too i think those were my top three uh events from leapfrog that will be memorable to me
1: now the the spin the bottle with uh was that working spin the bottle or shoot spin the bottle
0: oh i don't i don't know you'll have to you'll have to see for yourself uh, you gotta leave it to your imagination you know
1: Oh no. Now, uh, you was a pro wrestler at one point, and you was VPW champion for one day. Is that correct?
0: Um, yeah, I, I was champion for, like, not at all, actually, but I did get the, uh, what is it? I, I had the Victory Pro Wrestling... Um, I, I won the, the Queen of New York tournament, so I was in contention for the championship. Okay,
1: I got you. And you yeah, but I, I
0: loved Victory Pro Wrestling.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you were also a part of Glamorous Glenn's, Glenn Gordon's Glamazons?
0: I, I actually, I'm not familiar with that at all.
1: Oh, maybe it was a... Uh difference example it's okay perfect. there's it's
0: okay there's a lot of random stuff on the internet I don't know but yeah it just doesn't come to mind I'm sorry
1: okay uh, you had a segment on your soul draw uh, it, uh, it back and peer it forward what happened to that
0: so you know it wasn't really uh, anything like that I consciously stopped doing or started doing like I just started focusing more on like conversational content as opposed to like kind of the, more of like, you know, short soundbite content, like, you know, a pay it forward, pay it backward, et cetera. Um, but yeah, my hope is that like once COVID is over, um, you know, that I can start doing things, you know, interacting with more people in a live setting, including fans and ask, you know, some, some fun, compelling questions, um, not just like serious wrestling questions, but like more interactive stuff. But, you know, uh, there's a lot of ideas in my brain, but I, I can't do them during the pandemic. Is there somebody
1: you'd like
0: to throw it back and pay it forward to right now? Yeah, okay. Um, I will throw it back to always Landstorm, always Johnny Rods. Um, I will also throw it back to, uh, John Alba, who is an awesome broadcaster and one of my mentors and he's helped me tremendously and he's, you know, always, uh, there for me to ask for advice, like literally. Um, so definitely John and, um, what do you call it? Uh, then paying it forward people i'm inspired by uh there is an interviewer called rose her name is rosaria elsa and i met her at capital championship wrestling in delaware uh where i work it's an awesome all women's promotion it's new on the east coast uh and you know i think that she has a lot of potential i think she's also working the new czw reboot so i want to pay it forward to her um and then wrestlers that you know i think are deserving of paying it forward to always masha slamovich because she motivates me to be better as a friend and then of course i think becca who is my favorite independent pro wrestler i'm gonna pay it forward to her because she's awesome she's a badass um and i think that she's gonna you know break some really major barriers in the future uh and that this is her year so i'm gonna pay it forward to those people and pay it back to the ones i mentioned before
1: you mentioned masha
0: have you seen the Lobster, uh, the lobster Slippers Seawolf? <laughs> yeah, I've worn the Lobster Slippers. <laughs> I, but but many people have worn the Lobster Slippers randomly at this point. Um, but yes, everyone's, you know, Lob Gang, right? Is
1: that what it's called now?
0: <laughs> yeah, the, the fans have dubbed it Lob Gang. So I guess Masha is the leader of Lob Gang. Okay, that's...
1: That sounds interesting.
0: Yeah.
1: Alright, so you are the, uh, the host of Russell Tea. How do you take your tea?
0: Oh my gosh, okay. So my ideal cup of tea, um, my go-to is green tea uh, with honey uh like on the go just like straight up like kind of like you would do black coffee with a little bit of simple syrup mom's like green tea with a little bit of honey but if i am like having the time and i want to make a latte i'm gonna do there's this tea called iron goddess it's an oolong tea it is just so delicious with a little bit of almond milk or whole milk and then a little bit of like honey oh my gosh it like blows my mind the way it tastes it's the best tea i've ever had so those are my two
1: you know, I like tea uh, and you, uh, with strawberry and orange in it. Put a Ooh, in
0: it. I've had strawberry tea and raspberry tea. They're pretty good.
1: Yes, but no, the actual fruit in the tea.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, it's delicious.
0: <laughs> ah, yummy.
1: And now you, would, uh, you had mentioned, um, you know, you have all these ideas once the pandemic is over. Um, you uh, Russell T kind of started um online uh, with um uh, video chat uh interviews, but now you've done a few in person as well. You prefer the in person or is the the online more your speed?
0: You know, I haven't really figured it out yet, but there's pluses and minuses to both. I think. Um, when you make mistakes virtually, it's easier to cover that up, right? Um, I think it's, or or like if you get frozen up or you forget your question, or even if the interview, the person I'm interviewing, like, you know, forgets their train of thought or something, it's just easier to cover up virtually. Whereas in person you're face to face and, you know, it's more obvious to each person on a professional level, I suppose, you know, like if someone makes a mistake or freezes up or something. So I guess it's more pressure in-person. In-person work is definitely a little more rigorous, but to keep the energy up in virtual videos is really important too, right? Because there isn't that face-to-face and you wanna keep people engaged.
1: That's true. But you said that um, the in-person's a little bit more vigorous. Do you like that more vigorous aspect? Does that kinda, it's more of a challenge?
0: Well, I, I don't know if it's about like liking it more or, you know, liking virtual less necessarily because I'll I'll do whatever I have to do um, in terms of just creating content, which is, you know, obviously why I was doing virtual interviews in the pandemic. But um, I do like live work, um, particularly live broadcasting work separate of WrestleTe at the moment, just because it's challenging me um, to, you know, polish the way. I do what I do and, you know, rise to the occasion, getting the opportunity to be a broadcaster at so many awesome companies like Limitless, like Beyond, like Mission Pro, you know, being uh, associated with IWTV for like over a year now and getting to like be one of the hosts has just been awesome. So, you know, you got to rise to the occasion, wrestler or not, no matter who you are in the industry, if you want to, you know, take this seriously, got to, got to, got to be disciplined, I suppose.
1: Now, there is a wrestler out there named Dio Ivory, and he is the T-Time Champion. Yes. Would you ever consider lacing up your boots again to face Dio Ivory for the T-Time Champion in a match where you have to drill your opponent in a vat of iced tea? Special Referee ice tea announcer Mr. T, commentated by Buckler T.
0: You know, in a perfect world, that sounds like a really fun match. And I think Theo is a sweetheart. So um, in a perfect world, I would say yes. But in, you know, my current life, I just don't think that right now for me, it's feasible to be a wrestler and a broadcaster because it's hard to be excellent at one thing right so it's hard to put energy into two so i don't know i'd have to i think i might have to turn down the tea match but you know if theo called me out you never know
1: (laughs) okay gotta get the deal on that (laughs) oh it's now time for the colossal question not featuring kaliko this week um they decided to make a movie about you and every movie has a soundtrack. What would be the first three songs on the Sam Latourna movie soundtrack up to this point?
0: Okay, so definitely You ought to Know by Alanis Morissette. Hmm. Um, probably Santeria or like some sort of Sublime song. Um, and then, ooh, that's so hard. There's so many. I just feel like, oops, I did it again, because I love Britney Spears. I don't even know if it would go with the movie, but I would make it go with the movie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you're a producer on it, you can make it (laughs) fit.
0: Hey, you never know. The sky's the limit.
1: (laughs) Do you lock it in?
0: Do I what? Yes, I lock it in. in. I'm locking in it.
1: Okay, we'll lock that. All right, on to a controversial subject, pineapple on pizza. What's your stance?
0: Oh, I do not do pineapple on pizza. I don't, I'm very specific about the toppings I do like on pizza and it's not very many. So pineapple is just crazy. And if I were to do pineapple, the only way I would do pineapple is if I knew where the ham was coming from, there would have to be ham on it too. I couldn't do pineapple alone. I would do extremely nice, thin sliced ham and then very, very thin, slices of like you know the 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 pineapple halves the circles very very thin and then i would cook that and it would be delicious but too chunky not for me on pizza
1: how are you friends with masha (laughs) she she's fine with pineapple pineapple with ham that's where she got (laughs) hot
0: Yeah. You know, uh, it's, it's interesting because like, um, Masha and I have like kind of opposite food tastes. I love condiments and putting a bunch of stuff on my food. And then like, um, she's very into like basic food. Like if we go to a sushi place, I will literally like get like random stuff sometimes. And then she'll go with like, you know, California roll, salmon roll, tuna roll, like the, the basic rolls with nothing in them, and she like loves it, you know? So, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it just happens like that. Opposite taste palates.
1: No, but like when we interviewed her, like she like not a crossword came out of her for the whole duration. But when we got to pineapple on pizza, she dropped like twenty f bombs. <laughs>
0: That's so funny. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's very passionate about that cause.
1: <laughs> What's your spirit Pokemon?
0: My spirit Pokemon is uh, Jigglypuff. Always has been. Always will be.
1: Alright, yeah. Weirdest question you'll ever be asked on a wrestling podcast. Would you ever consider interviewing a rock? Not Dwayne Johnson. Not the country. An actual rock.
0: Like a rock. A, like the inanimate object. Yes. the Like a rock off the ground. Um, You know what? I would do it as like a, a comedy bit perhaps. Like... Segue into another segment, but yeah, probably not unless I had like, you know, my own little little TV show deal. Yeah. Huh. I guess I'd interview a rock for fun. Hey, Bob, you know, what is it? Brian Pillman Sr. wrestled a pencil. I think Joey Janella wrestled the pencil. Jim you know, Jimmy Lloyd wrestled the invisible man. So yeah, anything's possible. Well, just for context, there's this wrestler named
1: Psycho Mike. That wrestled in actual rock for over 15 minutes in what was dubbed a Tungsten Man match, an on man match that lasts for two weeks.
0: Wow, that's commitment right there, I've got to say. He might have broken a res- uh, wrestling record, world record.
1: And I'm pretty sure he did, and he still didn't win the match. <laughs> we love Tracy Smuddles on the show. Do you know the acronym for Doug? T-H-U-G? No, I don't. T is for terrible, H is for hell, U is for ugly, and G is for jail, cause a Doug can't spell.
0: Haha, <laughs> that's funny.
1: Now, it's once again time for that segment. I'm Latona's Blizzard News. You're in the rest of your
0: um. Yes, but that awesome music that was playing did kind of um allow me to not hear the question. So I got to hear it again, but I will answer the question.
1: Okay. Uh, you're, a, uh, you're in the wrestling world and uh, weird, crazy, and bizarre things are about to happen. Can you tell us a real uh-huh. story that fits that description?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, let me think because I, 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 you know, I can't just say anything. I, I have to, you know, be considerate of people. Let me, let me just, I've had moments, that I've got to <laughs> give me a second. Oh my, got to keep it like PG 13 perhaps. Um, you could say whatever you want. So, I know, I know, I know. People would love me to say whatever I want, I guess. Um, okay, so... Oh, this is a funny story, actually. Uh, oh, wait, no, I can't tell that story. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Okay, so... I think... Okay, I'll tell... Uh, Okay, one time I was on my way. I had moved to the Midwest and I was literally um, driving with this girl. And mind you, she's like very, like she had just like left the house, you know, very like, you know, uh, well behaved uh you know, vanilla, like babyface, you know, total babyface. Um and she worked babyface too. Um, Nikki Victory when I was still wrestling, and we drove to Pittsburgh and on the way back, um, I'm a crazy driver, really crazy driver, and she was like trying to maintain her cool with me. Like she's very calm and like she's not you know happy. She's not gonna like tell me that I'm driving crazy and we're on these like back roads in like Pennsylvania and all of a sudden um i hit something in the middle of the road and it is a gigantic log and this girl's face i will never forget it um the, it's like the fear of god she saw her life flash before her eyes and like just thought we were going to be stranded and like was clutching the top of the uh of the uh of the car like literally the fabric of the car it was i mean maybe it was it's messed up for me to say it was hilarious but it was hilarious because i knew we were going to be fine um but yeah so that's like my pg story i cannot i have a lot of stories that i just cannot tell because i gotta keep it i gotta keep it you know
1: i mean you could change names to yeah. protect the
0: innocent. no i can't because if anyone listens to it some people might know so I'm sorry, but you got to get the tea from someone else. Fair
1: enough. But what was the what was the log just doing in the middle of the road?
0: I have no idea. Like this was like outside of Pittsburgh, so Pittsburgh is a small city, but like it's sh- I just I couldn't justify having a log in the middle of the road. It's almost like it was placed there um, mysteriously, like or, or maybe it fell off the back of a truck. I do not know. Yeah, that's
1: odd. But it's a good story. Yeah. On a more serious note, where do you see yourself in five years?
0: In five years, I see myself living, uh, you know, in Florida, working for a major wrestling company, uh, you know, hopefully doing commentary as one of the few women to have that honor of doing that on nationally syndicated television for pro wrestling. Um, and, you know, I hope that I have, you know, maybe my own podcast by that point that's more conversational and outside of the realm of wrestling, but I have no desire to ever not be involved in wrestling. Um but yeah just you know stuff like that, you know, uh you know having a nice house, living with my dog, traveling a lot, stuff like that.
1: And what is an interview people should go out of their way to see that best shows off what Russell T is all about. Uh...
0: You know, I do really like my interview with uh, with Danny DeMonto because it uh, it's very eye opening, and I feel like he and I had good chemistry. Um, I also think that like my best interview from like a perspective of the way I think I did in terms of asking questions and engaging the person and having a really like good, deep, meaty convo was Daniel Garcia. So, actually, like, Daniel Garcia would be the top interview for me um, from wrestles. He especially, because it was virtual, and we managed to, like, really just get into the nitty-gritty of the questions, and it was an awesome combo. I appreciate Daniel for taking the time to do that. He's, he's rad.
1: And we could even put that uh, interview in the description of the video below, but on YouTube and task box for anybody that's listening to this that wants to check it out after They listen to this.
0: Awesome.
1: Now that we're nearing the end of this interview, we are wrestling with the eight questions of (laughs) time. This is our speed round, our bonus round, the round where we see who you really are. Are you ready, Sam? (laughs) I'm ready. Excluding yourself, greatest wrestler of all time.
0: Ooh, the greatest... Well, I'm going to have to go with Randy Orton. Worst wrestler of all time. <laughs> <sighs> um, I don't, you know, I don't want to throw anyone under the bus. Um, I think one of the lesser lesser gimmicks of all time is probably, like, like Repo Man or something like that, but, you know, don't want to put down the wrestler because sometimes they don't get characters that they want to be uh, doing, you know, so gotta be fair
1: no i got you no love for repo man
0: yeah yeah i guess
1: (laughs) um you're booking the main event for wrestlemania for the world championship who are the two combatants?
0: Ooh, like but like does this mean in their prime or like what are the circumstances
1: yeah or no circumstances (laughs) okay so way.
0: i'm gonna say this i want them in their prime so i would do um you know i think it would be really cool to see each person at their peak uh like an evolution fatal four way and yes i would be talking of a young rick flair in like a dimension where that would be possible um i think that would be really cool um i think it would be awesome to like see some cool trios teams Uh, From the indies, uh, even like from, yeah, maybe, yeah, from like AEW even, like wrestling the Freebirds or something like that. I like like intergenerational fantasy stuff for wrestling, (laughs) fantasy booking.
1: (laughs) Interesting. If you could come out to anyone's entrance music, past or present, who would it be?
0: Oh, I would come out to burn in my life by Randy Orton or, uh, that song, uh, Victoria's original theme song. Uh, you know, all the things you said, all yes. the things you said in my head, whatever. I'm not going to sing it. I'm a horrible singer. I can ring it out sometimes, but not a good <laughs> singer.
1: I don't know. You did pretty good right there.
0: No. Oh yeah. Cause everyone knows the song. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no tattoos, my jam. That's probably what I've come out to as well. Um, Oh yeah. But uh, Randy Orton, Born in my light, uh, has been said on
0: the show before. Honestly, super underrated. It's so underrated. Like literally, burn in my light was like the soundtrack to like my like preteen years. Like I, I listened to that. Like even when he started using, um, you know, voices and stuff. So yeah big good stuff and you know he'd come out with like the fireworks and yes. stuff and you know it, it was it was it was a whole presentation you know
1: i think it's underrated because randy did not randy didn't necessarily like that theme song for himself
0: well yeah maybe he didn't think it like suited like who he was as like an extension of his character but like himself right but yeah. but I, the the song itself it slaps All right
1: uh Finish the sentence. Kfade okay. is
0: <laughs> dead. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't think it's dead. It's dead. Um Kayfade is real. real.
1: <laughs> we would have accepted taste great on toast as <laughs> well. Squash, fruit or vegetable.
0: Is a vegetable. Or well, technically it's a fruit, I believe, but I enjoy it as a vegetable. It will always be a vegetable to me.
1: So technically a fruit, but a vegetable to you, damn it.
0: Exactly.
1: Well, I think that's the most Coleco answer we've ever had on the show You are the, <laughs> you are in good graces with him now, and you are part of Squaw Squad. Yay! New Japan wrestler Tai Chi, his ring gear gets smaller every year, revealing more of himself to the world. My question What is the appropriate trunks to butt cheek ratio for ring gear?
0: Um, I think, you know, for ladies, it's up to their personal discretion. Um, I think for guys, I really only want to see, like, a fifth to a quarter uh, boutique out there. But, you know, some guys are working with more than that, and maybe it's going to pop out. And if it pops out, just own it, you know?
1: Yeah. And the main event, the last question, the thing everybody wants to know, have you ever had a conversation with a stranger in a supermarket about Darby Allen?
0: That is a very specific question. Um, no, I do not think I have ever had a conversation with a stranger in a supermarket uh, about Darby Allen.
1: And that is the correct answer.
0: That is the correct answer, you're right. That
1: will conclude this interview. Thank you so much for coming on and doing this with me, Sam.
0: Thank you for having me. It was really fun. Uh, you You asked some really juicy questions and you're a pretty decent interviewer, man.
1: Oh, well, thank you so much for that.
0: You're welcome.
1: And once again, where can we find you on social media?
0: Yeah, so Instagram, Twitter, at Sam Last name is spelled L-E-T-E-R-N-A. Uh, if you want to see some backstage clips, bloopers, and uh, fun photos, what I do when I'm on the road, patreon.com forward slash Sam uh, There's a bunch of different tiers to select from. Also, uh, WrestleT you're going to be seeing a lot of stuff on there from my last month on the road. It has been busy, lots of content. So check out WrestleT on YouTube for the best interviews on the indies. And once
1: uh, merchandise as
0: well. Excuse me? A merchandise as well. Oh, yes, merchandise. So uh, for merchandise, you can just direct message me on Instagram and Twitter. I'm pretty good at responding back as long as you're respectful.
1: And, of course, all of those links will be in the description of the video below, or on YouTube and Cashbox. You've been listening to her for over 30 minutes by a damn sort.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much, James.
1: Of course. We have to do it big here. Uh, of course, if you like what we're doing, please like, subscribe, comment, both on YouTube, and CastBox. Of course, this was sponsored by Rogue Energy and Player One Coffee. Join us next week on the show as we uh, interview with Bison uh, in the following weeks uh, from Fight Factory, Wrestling UK, Dutch, um, and uh, the week after that, more talk. Um, you can follow the show at Wrestling with E, both on Twitter and Instagram for um, all the news and happenings. Uh, you can follow me at James J993, Coleco at IMColeco, you can follow Scooter at Scooter Dust and on the Remix, the only live alternative commentary for WWE paid previews on the internet today on the UNSB network. Now Sam, when I say wrestling wit, you say entertainment, alright? Alright. For our very special guest, Sam Latourna, Coleco Yacht, Scooter Dust. I'm James J, and this has been Wrestling With
0: Entertainment.
1: Hey guys, this is Brutal Bob Evans from Hangs With Bob
0: Seminars and WrestleLife.com, and you are listening to Wrestling With Entertainment, one of
1: my favorite podcasts in the whole wide world. Hey folks, this is The Colossal Mike Law, and you are listening to Wrestling With Entertainment. Enjoy the show. Support these guys. We appreciate it very much. We'll see you at Ringside.